Hello, my cynics, my romantics. My name is Monice, and you are listening to the Romantic Cynic Podcast. This is episode five for me, and today I wanted to go over the hierarchy of where you place your partner or where your partner places you on the level of importance of people in their lives. And I also wanted to talk about respect because I feel like respect goes hand in hand on where you place your partner in your hierarchy. So without further ado, welcome to episode five. already known um, if you've listened to my previous episodes, I typically like to share a story of my own personal experience. Uh, A little background, if this is your first time you're listening to my podcast, I came out of a 14-year relationship with uh, a man that I had been married to for two years. What I wanted to talk about was the level of importance that he placed me on his hierarchy of people. At the beginning of our relationship, you know, when we're just, you know, the like the honeymoon, the honeymoon period. And so I understood like where my importance level was at that time. But as the years progressed, I, I realized I wasn't nearly as important as he said I was. Actions speak louder than words as, you know, that's a, that's a very common uh, phrase and saying, but it's true. Actions do speak louder than words. I mean, anyone can be a talker and anyone can be a doer. You can make grand gestures. Everyone can make a grand gesture in a relationship. You know, it could be, you know, taking the, your person or your partner to a very fancy dinner, um, buying them elaborate gifts. I mean, those are those are examples of, you know, grand gestures. Now it's all in the little things that you do every day for your partner, like saying thank you and saying, you know, saying please and just being appreciative of what they give you on a day-to-day basis. I, I'm a big believer that it's always the little things that are more meaningful in a relationship versus the grand gestures. Um, it, that The smaller things that you're that your partner does for you is really telling of how much they care about you, how much they respect you and how much they, they truly value you as a person and as a partner. Now with my ex-husband towards the beginning, it was very evident that his, his hierarchy uh, was his family, you know, his family was important to him. So I understood that because I came from a similar background where my family is very important to me. Uh, people that really know who me, know who I am. Uh, family is everything to me. It's, it's, they're, they're, they're the ones that have helped me grow as a person, uh, through time. Uh, I've had, I have a huge family actually. My dad is one of uh, 10 children and my mom is one of four, but she has a big, big family on that, on, on her side of the family. She has a quite a, a, a big family. So I came from a big family and so family is critically important to me. So, uh, with my ex-husband, you know, he put his family first. And again, I understood where that was coming from. Cause I, I've, I've, I'm the same way now next in the hierarchy was, or, uh, were his friends. Um, these are people that he had known for many years before he even met me 
but I can tell that fam that friends were very important to me. I'm sorry, that friends were very important to him. Uh, he would do, you know, he would do anything for them, you know, at a drop of a hat. And I really admired that about uh, my ex-husband because it, it said to me like, okay, well, he's willing to treat his fan, his friends like family. And that was the case. His fan, his friends were his, a part of his family. The, the hardest part to realize after, you know, a few months, a few years, uh, was the fact that I came in third. I came in third on his hierarchy. So level of importance were for him were family, friends, me. That made me feel really sad because no one wants to be third on that list, so especially when it comes to a relationship. You know, you should make your partner feel like they're number one to you. And it depends on, you know, how much you love them or how much you're committed to them and how much of a future that you want with that person. But we had been together for a very long time. And for me, being third was a tough spot to be in. Now, he always told me, he's like, no, you're the most important person in my life. Well, that wasn't that wasn't true because his actions showed that I was third. Now, here's here's probably the hardest part that I had come to realize towards the end of my marriage. And it took me almost those 14 years to figure out that I wasn't third in his hierarchy. I was actually fourth. I was the fourth level of importance to him. And I realized uh, once we were going through the divorce proceedings and the things that he was asking, I quickly realized that he was number one, family was number two, friends were number three, and I was number four. It took me a long time. It took me years to figure out where I was. I thought I was third. In reality, I was fourth. Um, I was the fourth level of importance to him. Now, you're probably asking yourself, where were where was he in level of importance? Towards the beginning, I can be completely honest, he was number one. He was number one for a while. And then the way he treated me and what he showed me as far as how important I was to him, he became second. You know, family was first then him, then friends, etc. cetera. Uh, and it wasn't like I, I purposely put him there. It's just when you're treated a certain way and you're, you see your value of how they see you, it, it makes you reconsider where you should put them in that hierarchy uh, and I wanted to go a little bit over with respect in that in that regards. I always felt like he didn't respect me completely as a person. He, in my eyes, it was evident that I was property. I was an object. I was a part revolving around his world. And I can admittedly say that I allowed that to happen. Now, 
I'm not saying I'm a weak person because I don't think I am. I think that being in a relationship like that and maybe those that of you have been in a similar situation where you just get to a point where you don't really want to fight and you just want them, you just kind of give them what they want. You let them have their way. Uh, it, It gets to a point where it just becomes exhausting and you don't really want to fight anymore it's it's better just to kind of appease them and and allow them to kind of take control of everything because it's exhausting it it was very exhausting now when we come back to the respect portion of that relationship i think that being respectful is very high or should be very high in that list of how you treat your partner now there were things that my ex-husband would do. And uh, a good example would be, um, I come from a very joking, teasing type of family uh, where we, we tease each other mercilessly, but it's always in good fun and it's never to hurt um, the other person's feelings. Uh, I have this uh, this kind of this saying in in our in my parents' household or just my family in general that if we are really nice to you, it's because we don't like you. But if we tease you and joke with you, it's because we like you as a person. You were kind of like a, a, a you're kind of in with the family um, at that point. We consider you family if we can tease you like that. Now again, it was never to be cruel or to attack the other person. It was just, it was just in good fun. And I remember us teasing each other one day and he got to a point where he teased me, but it was to make fun of certain elements of myself that me as a girl already see in a negative light. Meaning us girls are, and probably some men as well, where we're insecure about some physicality of ours. Now, what makes it worse is we already see the we already see the negative parts of us, but when you have your partner see the exact same negative elements on your physical body and they make fun of you for it, it it's very hurtful because you already feel bad about having certain things that you would like to change about yourself. But when your partner sees the same things as you do, it, it just makes you feel really horrible. It's, it's, it's painful because they see what you consider faults. They see the same faults as you. So, you know, there were things that he would make fun of me for and he thought he was joking and it just, it wasn't joking. Um, it was hurtful. And there were a few times that he would do certain things or say certain things to me and I would be respectful and ask him to stop. And he kind of just blew it off as, no, it's just, I'm just trying to be funny. Well, there was this one incident that I had asked repeatedly, you know, please don't do that or please, it doesn't make me feel good when you do this. So I, I, I try to communicate that still didn't listen. So I took it a step further. 
I said, if you're if, uh, if a family member or one of your really good friends had their partner doing what you're doing to me, how would that transpire? How, how is that any different? And his, his, his response was always the same. Well, you know, it's just different because they're my family. So therefore I have to protect them. Or they're my friend and their spouse is talking to them this way and I have to protect them. It's it's highly hypocritical when someone says it in that manner because they think it's okay to treat you that way, but it's not okay if someone treats their family or their friends that way. Um, I, I am, I'm very passionate about certain things and I dislike double standards in a relationship. I dislike them immensely. And people that know me know this little fact about me. And with him, he was, he, he claimed that our relationship in a sense was equal and it wasn't, it was not equal because there were too many incidences where it was a double standard. You know, here's another great example. And if you've, I'm sure people out there that are listening to this, you've experienced this one as well, where you go out, you know, like say you're going out to happy hour for work, or, you know, you're, you're hanging out with your girlfriends or you're hanging out with your guy friends and your significant other says, well, if I contact you, if I text you, if I email you, if I call you, you have to pick up the phone. You have to make sure that your cell phone is on at all time, that you can hear, you know, it has to be another vibrate or it has to, or you can hear, you know, they hear the ringtone and you have to pick up and you have to answer. Now, the flip side with that is here's the double standard. Um, there were times that he would go out with his friends and I'm very... I was very encouraging of him to go out, have a good time with the boys and then come back or, you know, have fun. Like it's, it's important to have that separation between, you know, you and your partner for a little bit. It's healthy. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's healthy to do everything together in every single second of every single day. I don't think that's healthy. That's my personal opinion because of this is what I've experienced in my previous, in my, in my marriage. So there was this one night he, he goes out and, um, I, I think I called him or text him. Didn't answer the phone again. That's fine. I didn't, it's not, not like I was, I needed something, but it was like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, one o'clock, 2 a.m. in the morning. And I'm like, where is he? And I'm calling like his, you know, I'm calling him. I ended up calling his mom one night and she picked up the phone. She's like, oh yeah, he's here at the house. He's asleep. I'm like, okay, well, I just, I just wanted to know. I was pretty upset because he didn't have the respect to at least call me and let me know, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be out and I'm going to stay at my, my, my mom's house or whatever, whatever the case was. I, I didn't, it didn't bother me as long as I just kind of knew now, if I had, if I had done that, if the, if the roles were reversed, he would have been really angry and I would have had to pay for it in terms of just feeling the immense amount of guilt that he bestowed, 
that he bestowed upon me on a somewhat regular basis because I was independent or I was trying, I was having a good time with my friends or whatever. So it was always that double standard of like, well, it doesn't matter if I'm out with the boys or if I'm doing my own thing, I don't necessarily have to check in on with, check in with you. Okay, fair enough. But you have to check in with me if I am, if I call or if I text message. And I, I dislike double standards because things like that tell me he does not trust me. He doesn't respect the boundaries of our relationship. And I am just an object in his world. Respect is critically important in a relationship. The way you treat each other is very telling of where or how healthy your relationship is. The little things. It's always the little things that are very important to me. I had gone out a couple weeks ago um, to go shopping and I'm going walking into the store and there's couples coming out and there's it's this woman is just berating her boyfriend or husband or whoever he is, berating him almost to the verge of verbal abuse. And I'm a big believer of how you treat your partner in public is a very small glimpse of how you treat them in private. And I felt for the guy because now, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it from one perspective and there's many, there could be many perspectives here where he's taking this verbal assault from his supposed girlfriend and he's allowing her to talk to him like that. I've also seen it in the reverse where the man is talking or berating his, the, you know, his girlfriend or wife. I've seen the reverse as well. I'm not just saying that women do this and I'm not saying just men do this. Like we all if experience this one way or the other, but respect is really important. And I don't, necessarily think that enough of us maybe realize that in a relationship but being respectful is something that should just come automatically because it it shows that you care it shows that they care for you I know from my experience that I didn't feel respected in that relationship. And I also got to a point where I didn't care and I, not my happiest, not my, not my best moments as a person, but I became disrespectful. I know that what you give or what you put in a relationship, you would hope that you would get it the same back. Now it it doesn't always work that way unfortunately because someone who is selfish will typically take from you and they will continue to take from you until you get tired of giving. Now if you have two people that 
give a hundred percent to both sides equally and they treat you a certain way and you treat them a certain way, respectfully, kindness, being loving, um, getting into their interests and their passions and really knowing who they are. I feel like that's a, it's a, that's a recipe for a successful relationship. When both people give a hundred percent without expecting anything in return, it's a healthy relationship. And I think that we as people should strive for that. We should never strive or we should never accept anything less than someone that is respectful to us and you be respectful back. If at any point you feel like you're not important or you feel like they're using you or they, you feel like you are an object in their egocentric world. It's important that you, you self-evaluate you. What is your own worth? If you know you're a worthy person of the best type of love, then, then go seek it out. It's not going to be you can't change the person that you're with to honor you and respect you if that's not what they do on a day-to-day basis. And again, the smallest things, it's in the little things that they do for you in terms of, you know, maybe, maybe you've mentioned that you like art and you want to go to a museum and they take you to a museum. You never asked for them to do that, but they took you because they understand you. They're genuine in their actions with you. Little things like that, like always think about the little things. What do you do with your partner on a day-to-day basis that shows them that you love them, that shows you that, that you show them that you care and you honor them every day? That's the type of relationship that we all should strive for. Now, if you found that type of relationship, I, that is amazing and that is incredible. And, and I would advise you to go to your partner and just tell them thank you and say how much you appreciate them and say how much you honor them and say how much you love them. Like it's in the little things that you do. Listen to them. It could be as easy as, you know, they're talking and you Maybe you're on your cell phone. I mean, we're all addicted to our cell phones and they're talking, put your cell phone down. It shows that you care about what they're saying to you. And in turn, you know, hopefully they give you the same back. Now, if you don't have that type of relationship now, self-evaluate, know your worth, know your worth. You are worthy of the best type of love. You are worthy of a partner that loves you and respects you and will do anything for you. So I hope that this podcast today has kind of helped you self-reflect a little bit about your own relationship or maybe the relationship that you want in the future. And I hope that you know your self-worth, be kind to yourself, love yourself, and I hope for the best type of love for you. Yours truly, the Romantic Cynic.